This is episode 6 from season 2 of Tripocast, your one-stop shop on all things education and the arts. I am Jeremy Solomon and with me today is Ray and Neema. Neema is the founder of Elford Experience Center and Ray, her husband, is an engineer who has a keen interest in education and music. They have 6 children whom they have homeschooled since 2009. They believe literature, music and art are crucial to help children grow into their best selves and they are committed to helping parents with the same vision. Join us as we discuss among other things running a library, homeschooling, family and faith. Hi Ray, hi Neema. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Yeah, how is everything going? Yeah, yeah, it's uh Busy day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And uh, if all of us can look around us, we can see we are at the lovely Elford Activity Center, and there is, as far as I know, a lovely story behind it, and has gone through various phases through its journey to get to where it is now. And uh, I would love to share that story and everything. But before we start, as is tradition. on tropocast um we like to start with a little game okay and okay. that's our way of welcoming our guests and doing a little nice breaker that way okay. right so basically um, this is a variation of rock paper scissors mm-hmm. right and but it it has a drama or theater aspect to it this being yeah. a theater thing and everything right so uh, there are four different elements here one would be rabbit so i would do the action of rabbit like this and you can do it any way you like uh, one would be wall mm. one would uh, be man or the hunter okay. and uh, the other one would be a lion okay okay so whatever rabbit, wall, hunter, hunter lion, lion. Okay. so there are these four things and it would work just as rock paper scissors one beating the other right so um If it is the rabbit, the rabbit can burrow under the wall, but the wall would stop everything else, mm-hmm. right? If it is the hunter, the hunter would defeat the rabbit and the man, but the gun would defeat the other two, right? Mm-hmm. So, Sorry, say that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so just as these characters are, right? So yeah. the gun would defeat the rabbit or the lion, but the lion could also attack the rabbit. so it goes back and forth yeah, right okay, okay. so right now um the game is between the three of us as three individual people right so we'll go 3 to 1 and we'll do an action okay and we'll see who defeats who okay, okay. all right 3 2 1 <laughs> all right so that's the wall i could burrow under the wall but this is the lion the lion gets stopped by the wall yes. so You get one point, and I get one point yeah. because the lion is stopped <laughs> yeah. completely, right? So this okay. is the first time I'm doing this with like three people. So at at some point, I'm probably making up the rules as well. <laughs> yeah. So that's one point. They will do probably three or five to win. Okay. Uh, three, two, one, go. That's the rabbit. Um, okay. So uh, so you would defeat rabbit. So you get one point there, and 
the rabbit would go under the wall so you get another point okay. there yeah. right and i would it does make a difference the bullet yeah. doesn't influence <laughs> the wall in, in any way so that's 2 and 1 okay um 3 2 1 go okay so you would defeat the two of us because it's rabbit and lion yeah. but i would defeat the rabbit so i get one point here and both of you will get one point each because that's 2 3 and 1 yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not complicated at all <laughs> no shall we do 2 to 5 yeah yeah okay cool 3 2 1 go oh, oh, all of us no we hit all here yeah uh 3 2 1 go so you defeat the both of us okay. you're in the lead that's what four oh, yeah. and this is two, two. or three two, two and one four okay. you do one to win okay. three two one go so i defeat you but you would go under so no point to you okay um one point but, uh, yeah you would go under one, uh, so one point three. and one point yeah. so three two and four okay three two one go so i would I'm defeat gonna, uh, you yeah I can solve no. both of you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's one. You don't get a point here. Yeah. So it's one point and one point. Now it's four, four, four. Yeah. and three. Okay. okay. <laughs> a game point for both of you actually. <laughs> three, two, one, go. Ooh, yes! Oh, coming back from behind, Ray takes the lead and takes the victory. So yeah, on that note, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to be on this podcast to talk about different things, and I know. Uh, the both of you have a very busy schedule so thank you so much for being on board yeah thank you yeah yeah and uh, i our relationship goes way before we started working together yes. in elford because i used to do theater workshops in other places as well and you had sent your kids for that yeah. as well yeah. so uh, way back then and it was just by happen chance i was walking past mm. this road one day and i just came Gave my brochure and wondered if anything could be done. And then I get a call from you, and I already had your number saved. And that that was a start of a yeah. wonderful relationship yes. between the three of us. And I'm I'm forever grateful for that as well. And um, really wonderful working uh, with you too. With you. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. And um, generally, uh, when people uh, ask about other people, especially in a school setup or If you join an office for a first time, they just ask for your hobbies or uh, things that uh, they like doing or whatever. But what I like to do is to ask for maybe two or three completely unique things about yourself that is interesting or we probably cannot find on social media or anything yeah. like that. So whoever would like to go first? Actually, we had uh, two things in common which both of us thought about as unique things. So I think that's going to be unique for us as a couple. <laughs> okay. So yeah, yeah so I think I the think, most yeah. often people have raised eyebrows when we say we have six children. So that's one unique thing. I mean, I guess in today's world, that's right. not very common. Right. The other thing is homeschooling. Yeah. Also, uh, something not very common. Right. Yeah. Early, I think uh, maybe when we started homeschooling our oldest uh, child, who is sixteen now. So we're talking about thirteen years back uh, when we said we are homeschooling our child. often people didn't even know what homeschooling is mm-hmm. we are not in that situation now thankfully mm-hmm. people there is a lot of awareness even through media there is a lot of awareness about homeschooling but nevertheless it still is something that's done by uh, you know uh, a very small number of people right yeah. right yeah 
any other unique yes. things that I like um, painting and drawing a lot and that's what I would love to do if I had more time okay. and that's what I love doing with my kids too all right all right all right <laughs> uh, yeah baking yeah right. more than three now <laughs> yeah 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 fun stuff fun stuff and um your kids have come for the workshops here and we have worked together a lot yeah. over the past few years and i must say that you're doing a tremendous job at homeschooling as well and that's something that uh, i'd be very interested to talk yeah. about uh, i mean talking about as well uh but before we get there uh it's very curious i am rather very curious to know what made you think of starting something like else what is your story and the journey to get here right yeah yes Yeah, so like we said, when we started off homeschooling, we were uh, in a minority in this. We lived in this side of town mostly, and uh, even to find a good library for me was not easy. And uh, I mean, for my children, there weren't many peer in homeschooling at that time. And uh, like um, we were in Toronto just before we had children, and we found the public library system there so appealing mm-hmm. for children, especially to just go and spend time there, and it was a very welcoming uh, setup. So we always wanted something like this for our children, and we started collecting our own books, of course, and uh, yeah. And so I think there was always that dream in the back of our mind to start a library. At least yeah. I wanted to have something, even if it was from my home. It's not just about. Uh, of course, you can collect your own books, but uh, there are two things. There's a limit to the number of books you can physically collect at home, uh, and the aspect of a child going to a space surrounded by books. that experience is very very different and that's the experience we want our children to have and for other children also and elfood as you know is not just a library and we didn't want to restrict it only to the library also because for us in the beginning when we started this place we uh, always said that this is a it's like a holistic space in the sense it also you know a child can come and do drama for example music Uh, we had initially a kind of a tinkering lab where we tried to do like, some craft uh, art which has now become more or less a construction lego connects area uh, so it's it's not just library we, we a child or a family for example could come and spend their evenings here together and find enough things to do yeah and one of the things that parents uh, say is also about their concern about increasing screen time and uh, Uh, apart from the the kind of content that they are watching it's also um, detrimental in terms of the attention span of the children and those kind of aspects so this is you could call it a a healthy alternative to parents to come as a family spend time here with books okay uh, and, and we also believe that because we have six children we have also realized you cannot you cannot really um, treat every child equally in the sense child children's interests are varied different learning styles are different so you cannot impose things on on other children just because one child is that way so which is why we have varied activities over here it could be that the child is not interested mm-hmm. in books but maybe child is interested in expressing itself to through theater or maybe it's music Uh, art, whatever interests a child, but finally, it's important to build the confidence of the child in whatever the child is good at. So that is also one of the mm-hmm. intents. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and just not uh, so much on the ideology, but a little bit on the name. It was a name that uh, actually initially my children wanted to have cubby holes to read books. So we wanted to call it the burrow, and which is why you see these cubby holes in the back. Uh, but that name was taken by another library. So we had to quickly think of another name. And my daughter, this, this is four, four and a half years back, maybe when we started the, like, the Elfwood, not just the library, but uh, that time she was writing a story called uh, Lucy and the Unicorn. And so she had elves in the story. So, and they were all tiny. So we used to say. And the name of the village was Elfwood. And the name of the village they met was Elfwood. So that's how the name came about. Very nice. Very nice. Because very often people say, why Elfwood? And some people, even because the word wood is there, they're always referred to as ELF wood. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Especially people delivering stuff. Yeah, they call me and say it's ELF wood. (laughs) No, I I, I totally get that because uh, before Trooper Suite was JJ Theatric and people always just call like JJ Theatre or Theatrics. (laughs) It's it's a little thing but I I get where you're coming from as well. And I've also heard your daughter's work and I've heard her perform poetry and storytelling a lot. And it's like some really nice stuff as well. And uh, I also understand that it must have been difficult or there may have been challenges on the way to get to where you are now. So what are some of the challenges you face in setting up a space like this? Um, Yeah, it was very challenging uh, both just getting this business running. For example, first finding a space. Mm -hmm. I only wanted a home actually because I wanted all my children with me always. Mm -hmm. But then we started talking to people and realized it's better to have a you know proper commercial space to run a place like this. And I just drove past one day and I saw a number outside this place, which was a godown. And it looked really big for us. But then Ray said, let's just do it mm. and take up the space. And then converting this into a space like that was quite challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah so this was a space yeah. with uh, not even uh, a proper floor. Floor, yeah. So... Uh, it's that kind of place which we had to convert into something that is inviting for uh, uh, for children. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than the physical setup, I, I think one of the challenges is, is uh, libraries in general, right? They're, uh, I mean, the interest of people, there are too many distractions for children, adults, everyone uh, through uh, the, the visual media. And I'm not saying that's bad. Uh, I, I think the distraction is bad. I'm not saying the visual media is bad. We, we have to use it in the right way. But it has its, its implications on, on children, right? And uh, to draw children into good books uh, is not an easy task. And uh, for us as a library to, and uh, of course we're not just a library, but uh, the, the aspect of drawing children into good books is, is challenging. And, uh, and also, I think, uh, unlike the past, uh, parents don't have as much time. Parents are also increasingly busy, right? So, to, for them to drive, come to a place uh, and spend that kind of time, I think time is the currency that everybody is looking for, <laughs> right? If you look at social media, they want your time uh, to go through a specific content, right? So, but this is something... Yeah, that is that is a, a challenge for us as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, right. Um, so uh, I I would like to touch a little bit on uh, you did speak about homeschooling, uh, but uh, maybe a little bit on running a space like this. 
and homeschooling kids and how are their response to it and mm-hmm. what's the homeschooling community like in your eyes yeah okay that's a uh, three different questions yeah. <laughs> Yeah, running a place like this and homeschooling, I would yeah. happy first. Uh, it is very challenging, especially when you have, uh, you know, baby and a toddler, and, you know, things like that. I mean, uh, that age group at home. Uh, so, um, there are two sides to it. I'd say that the older kids definitely benefited. They've been part of the fam- Elfwood family. They've been involved fully. Like Rahil has also been teaching here of late. And Ruben handles, my older son handles the social media. So, there is a growing together Uh, so it's like a family and that in that sense it's we do it together we even think around together you know yeah. for example sometimes even arranging things or names for things or what do we put up so it becomes then a family uh, thing but of course there are challenges like uh, the last two years with covid uh, not being able to come here one a second we sometimes feel that uh, although this is our space i haven't done justice by bringing the kids often enough here that's one second thing is that it's very difficult to manage schooling and the business as you can imagine i mean teaching them and you know managing a business is being challenging just the practical aspects yeah so that one but uh, in the end of the day when you look back and see that there are a lot of uh, you know pros like i just told mm-hmm. you there is a growing and you can say yeah that we learned this through this process together as a family So that's one good thing. I forget your second question. What did you? Uh, yeah, so I'm just talking about homeschooling and managing both. Yes. And also um as the community, community. what what's the homeschooling community like? How do you um view that through your le- eyes? Yeah. Through your lens. Yeah. So I just want to add uh, to what she said that uh, you know there are both both pros and cons to it. But I think the biggest advantage that I could see is the children getting involved uh for the younger ones it's that the space is available mm-hmm. for you know yeah they can come whenever they want and use the space and especially after we have started things like board games and things that they can make over here they are they're keen on coming here uh, the older ones get involved in uh, you know the the, uh, the actual functioning of the library and i think they get really get mm. very essential life skills just one of the things is that um you need to be consistent in whatever you have been given a, a task that they have taken up and i've seen that with both my older children how they have grown that uh, and that's the thing about work right you have to be consistent you can't say that yeah i like this for two weeks and then after that you give it up uh that that's not how it's in work you might start with something that really interests you but after a month or so you might see that it's it's maybe not as interesting as you thought it was but you have to be consistent at it and come up with creative ways to to deal with that so i've seen both my older children right and in the current generation i think that is really a problem you know unless it's so exciting and um uh at every uh, every day it is difficult to keep the work uh, you know i'm i'm talking about the yeah. companies facing that issue you know that to keep them motivated and uh, uh engaged in their work so i think part of the problem is that uh, media and the the kind of environment that we are surrounded with is hi- really hyper stimulates children and 
the requirement to be focused, to be patient, to be persevering in the task that you're given, that is, uh, that is, you know, that part of education is probably getting a hit. So uh, I see this as very much a part of the education of the child, where maybe it's just two hours a week, yeah. the child is involved in that, uh, and they really pick up very, very important life skills through that. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Regarding the homeschooling community, yes. you were saying that when we uh, came this side of town, there wasn't much of a uh, community here. But now there is a huge homeschooling community in this side of town. And yeah, so uh, <clears throat> we have actually, for the last maybe four to five years, not been part of any community as such, only because of the number of children we had. And it was not a practical option to go for the meeting. But yes, um, yeah. Yeah, that is more in the physical sense. Meeting yeah. in a physical sense, we used to go when the children were younger. But as the we had, you know, we have an age uh, range yeah. of two to sixteen at home, and children in between. So to manage the interests of all these children, mm -hmm. it's difficult to. It became difficult for us to find the one community where you know we could physically go to, and of course, COVID made. Yeah. all these things typical also. but there was a time when and that's what we've generally seen about homeschool co-ops where people meet that in the younger age group the, those are the ones who really need those communities and uh, uh, yes, when uh, the children yeah. are younger we, we also and did uh, we're part of those kind of communities in the physical do. sense but we have our whatsapp groups and you know uh, in a virtual sense we, right. we are part of these communities right Okay. And it does benefit that age group and there are communities here. So yes, it's a, something you should be part of if you have access to it. I would definitely recommend being part of a co-op. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially okay. if you don't have any siblings also for a child, mm -hmm. that loneliness, it takes away. That's something to look forward mm -hmm. to once we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. What advice would you give a parent considering homeschooling? Yeah, I think it's very important to... First, you, you need to assess whether homeschooling is a good fit for you. Uh, the way I see it is just that schooling may not be a good, the regular schooling may not be a good fit for everyone. That is true about homeschooling also. Mm -hmm. For example, if it's a single child, I wouldn't advise homeschooling for someone like that. The child needs some interaction and uh, of course you can give that interaction through, uh, you know, um, extracurricular activities, be part of right. music, theater, whatever, uh, that is a possibility. Right. But, but in general, uh, I wouldn't have homeschooled if I uh, had just one child or had two children with a big age difference, mm -hmm. you know, it can get a bit lonely for the child. Okay. So you have to see if it's a good fit for your family, your child's learning style. Uh, child needs to be happy. Uh, or, or comfortable learning uh, alone and eventually become an independent learner which is one of the biggest advantages of, of uh, homeschoolers. Okay. Have, uh, there's no way homeschooling can work unless they eventually become independent mm -hmm. learners. So they learn to use the resources given to them and get information from all of that and they become really independent and by around by around 7th grade, 8th grade, we see our children that they're, they're pretty much independent. There are areas where they need attention and 
either we give them that attention or or we uh, there are teachers who give that attention but that's a big advantage right so but the child needs to be comfortable with that kind of a learning style that may not be okay for or children and the last thing is the chair parents need time and uh, the whole thing is that homeschooling is customized for a particular child's learning style so that involves a lot of involvement mm. from the parents do you have the time to to give that to your child right if so and if you're ready to you know go through uh, there's a lot of reading that we did a lot of reading first on the homeschooling is and it's a wide spectrum in terms of the different styles mm-hmm. there is on the one side there's unschooling which is you could see the, the very less structure in the in the schooling and on the other side you have what let's say a classical style of education you know mm-hmm. so so there is a wide spectrum so which among these fit your child's style so even in, in the ideology there is a lot of learning to do mm-hmm. and then we i think went through several years of figuring uh, figuring out what curriculum is best for our children and we finally figure out something and it really works out but then you go through that learning phase you need to be patient there there will be times when you are uh, mm-hmm. when you question yourself you know as to whether it will work for you or not right so we should be willing to go through all of that but now that our first child has graduated uh out of uh, she she did the cambridge board and she came out of it uh, both of us can see we are very happy with the results of homeschooling right now she's entered the regular school but uh, the fact because she homeschooled she, it was not just academics that got at risk but overall yes. development of the child uh we are really really happy with the results okay yeah. you would add I think you've covered yeah, too much. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I talked too much. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's always good to get information. In fact, uh, on another episode, uh, we had uh, Sharmista, yeah. okay, and she homeschools as yeah, well. Yeah. And I think for the viewers that may be a yeah. little more information that they may be interested in listening. So, yeah. in case they am going, to, I don't know where this corner of the screen is, but I'll probably link it up there, put it in the cards, and put that yeah. in the description yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. The, the one aspect was also. Uh, Nina mentioned. I remember is that our children have to deal with this aspect of you know children say oh I study in a, in this particular school there is a certain pride in that yeah. right and uh, they ask oh which school do you study in and then uh, yeah I'm home school and the immediate reaction obviously they're mm. children oh you're home school you have nothing to study you know right. because yeah. you're at home because maybe that's yeah. how kids see it that you study at school at home you. just to homework and uh, you know how can you how can you really school at uh, at home uh, so that's a challenge that parents have to help the children to yeah. navigate through those kind of things yes. but eventually they they be able to address those kind of uh, questions okay yeah. all right all right i'm i'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying this conversation <laughs> and i really like the direction in which is going and would want to talk a lot more but i think at this point i'm going to take a small detour okay because we are going to slip into a rapid fire question round oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah and they're not very dangerous questions i promise you uh however uh, they are 
questions for individual people but you can okay. choose to answer it together separately however okay. you uh, you like and uh, if you are uncomfortable with any question or you don't want to answer it you can just say skip and we'll go to the next one and it does a rapid fire but if you do want to take a moment to elaborate a little bit on some of these questions feel free to do that okay. right all right here we go if you could be transformed into one animal which would you choose an eagle okay <laughs> with the kind of perspective you get yeah i thought of a bird too so okay all right that's nice yeah what dish do you cook the best Um, steak. Okay. I think I make very good paneer dishes. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. Um, what story do you tell the most often? Hmm. Uh, stories from the Bible. Okay. Yeah, there's so many that comes to my mind right now. I mostly picture books right now because okay. I'm reading to right, the little one. Right, right, right. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. All right. What is your hidden talent? Hidden talent. I'm not very good at hiding my talents. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I have a hidden talent too, yes. which I was going oh, yes. to speak about. Okay, no, 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 have to talk about I, that. But it, she's very good at it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I'm a little nervous to say it in front of you, but I'm a very good mimicry artist. Ah, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, we're going to have a lot more conversations now than we used to. Yeah, do you want to give us a little no. sample? <laughs> be the mood okay so. yeah, i understand i understand yeah all right yeah. would you want to say anything um yes i shouldn't tell you maybe a talent that you don't do very often or use yeah i think play. i did not mention this but uh, i love music but right. it's, it's not a hidden talent because yeah. i'm actively right. involved in uh, right. uh, in music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a very yeah. good cook which okay. only if you come home. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. It's <laughs> nice. That's nice. All right. Uh where are we? Um yeah. Uh what's your favorite board game? Right now it's Exploding Kittens. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it's uh yeah, I like Sequence. Okay. Yeah, that's uh dictionary yeah picturica that's right yeah okay all right oh perfect for today uh what's your favorite rainy day activity i'd love to paint watercolor painting mm-hmm. with a cup of tea or coffee <laughs> i love to sit at the piano and and mm. just play the piano i love it nice <laughs> nice Okay, what's the cringiest thing you've done as a teenager? Oh my goodness. Takes <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of thinking yeah, there. That requires that's Oh, difficult to answer as a rapid fire question. I know. <laughs> yes, I can say that. This was really I think angels probably protected me from this. I didn't have a license for a, a two-wheeler and I took my father's bike. I went home to get a book and um that book was an engineering mathematics book which is this fat. So and I think this is the first time I'm riding a bike. And I did that with holding that big fat mm. book on one hand and 
you know riding a bike with with, with a single hand and it's a scooter it's type a, of bike uh, yeah yes, it's a honda street okay you know it's it, it's got that uh, right. automatic right, gear right. yeah so uh, and i came with that and i straight away bashed into one of uh, dad's friends mm. car so but uh, that was not the problem and i think what could have happened given that <laughs> and it was the uh, first time right Right, mm-hmm. right. I think right. that. Yeah, it's difficult mm-hmm. to comprehend why I did it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you needed the book, the yeah, engineering the book. book. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I can't put my finger to any one thing, but I mean, some crazy thing that I probably did was I was very fond of Backstreet Boys. I don't know if you yeah. know that gang. Yeah. And I was the tallest in my class, and I st- my high school was in a girls' school, so I was always put in boys' role because I was tall and thin and had very short hair. Mm. So I mean, I remember getting my hair cut and posing along with their poster, thinking I'm one of them, and looking just like them. Oh wow, that's nice. That that's actually nice. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, what non-existent job do you wish existed and had? <laughs> ஜாப் Uh, which I wish I could do. <laughs> That would take some thinking. As a thinker? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I think I have a full-time job anyway. And the part of the job that I'm doing as a mother and running this place is just reading stories to my kids. I love it. When they sit around me and we read a book together. It's not a job that I'm paid for. And it's a tech, it's non-existent job. But right. it's still a job. <laughs> right. But if I were to do that and get paid for it all the time, not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. That's the dream, right? Yeah. yeah all right. Uh, what world record do you think you have a shot at beating? World <laughs> record. It's a tough one. <laughs> mm. right. yeah. The number of things we can multitask? Yes, yeah, okay. yeah. No. Okay. I'm sure others do it In much fact, better. In fact, it's but, interesting you yeah. say that. Today when I was coming here and I told one of um, all my younger sons that, you know, what, what do you think I'm good at? Mm-hmm. And they all said multitasking. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. So right. right. So I guess that's a joint record you're going to break <laughs> together. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Let's get a little deep here. What do you think is the meaning of life? Okay. Um, well, this is getting more spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there is no meaning of life if there is no eternal life. Okay. Yeah, that's my perspective. Okay. Because if life is going to end here, well, then uh, that's rather short. Mm-hmm. so everything that you do in life should be with the perspective of eternal life then you enjoy life itself and everything that you do takes a whole different meaning even if it's a mundane task mm-hmm. like bringing up children bringing up uh, six children it's it's not easy it's uh, it's very challenging especially in today's times but you enjoy it you 
like I said, I would be able to see that perspective, you know. And when you go up in the in the flight, you see how you know uh, how 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 tiny we are in the whole universe. We are just a speck in the universe. But if you have the perspective of of eternity and eternal life, then uh, I can tell you that life becomes quite interesting. Okay. Right. <laughs> All right. Do you have a take on? Yeah, I was uh, also thinking of some. thing on those lines but more i was just thinking about my children you know for them um, they look forward to friday evenings because it's a we have very good dinners and we also do a family movie so uh, they get through the week with the hope of you know coming to a friday evening right. so i was thinking about that hope mm-hmm. yeah yeah and uh, that sustains us right. yeah so for, and especially as children they really need to see something tangible first and then they can see the intangible so right. yeah, yeah so yeah. to keeping the hope alive i mm-hmm. think is uh, yeah all right all right okay what motivates you the most yeah i think it's what i uh, just explained but that's more uh, philosophical uh, in in one sense but uh, my my children motivate me and <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's my family, the friends. I think they motivate me the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And also for me, I think it would be uh, yeah, definitely children, family, and also problem solving, getting the tree in, uh, or getting it right. I mean, if you're trying, so, um, even if it's the nature that you're handling, your child's nature, and then you just don't know how to handle it, and then you figure it out, and that is a big triumph in itself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. What's the best advice you've ever received? <laughs> so many, actually. The best advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Again, as a parent, I think the best advice I have learned to take in and maybe received from different places—I can't say from one place—is to be positive. It's something I've had to learn a lot. and to see the positive in your the ones you're dealing with whether it is your children or co- your husband or whoever you're with yeah so that is a very good advice for me because it sustains me in many life situations mm-hmm. to to try and see the cup that is half full and not half empty mm-hmm. i think that's uh, something similar uh, in fact the other day i mentioned to her an advice that we received when we had our first child and that is about how important it is to encourage a child and i i uh i tell her also that the advice was for every one time that you correct the child make sure you encourage the child nine times or the child mm-hmm. will get discouraged right so that i think is the most important advice i received because it's very important for us mm-hmm. right all right um what do you wish you had learned sooner for me it's this 
the, the specific aspects I talked about on uh, uh, yeah, you, you know the older children always bear the brunt of I know, of, I know. I'm, I'm an older of, child uh, yes yeah, not yeah. a good parenting and then you learn from the mistakes right. how I wish I, I learned it even faster right right yeah. Yeah, the older child always experiment yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 alright um um yeah, are you, are you where you want to be in life right now? Yeah, yeah, I have no regrets. Mm-hmm. No regrets about okay. that. Yeah. yeah, all right. You said about uh, the dream, it's not a dream job, but uh, it's a job that exists, but I've always wanted to learn one thing, mm-hmm. that's jazz music. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Please jazz yes. piano. Yes. And I know when I have more time, that's what mm. I'm going to learn. Okay, all right, all right. That's nice, that's nice. Um, how do you cope with hardships? Uh, I, um, she is my best support, uh, <laughs> but also the, uh, um, yeah, this is a, I think it's a personal question. So, uh, I'm a, I'm a practicing Christian. Mm-hmm. So that helps me. The relationship that I have with, with Christ helps me to, in no small way. Mm. Uh, so yeah so that and the community that we have right uh, that is very important right right all right okay yeah anything you'd like to yeah i mean yeah i'm also a practicing christian so there is a uh, faith okay uh, and also uh, trials are part of life mm-hmm. so it's the training and uh, yeah talking about training we were just before we came in we were talking about how we had uh, we, when we did our reading on homeschooling we had read this thinker called Charlotte Mason I don't know if you've heard okay. of her she's a late 19th century English uh, educational reformer and she spoke a lot on home education so uh, she talks a lot about she's also Christian so she talks a lot about habit formation mm. so I mean and habits she sp- speaks about the habit of obedience even habit of obedience every uh, habit have of learning of in fact, attention so in every walk of life and I mm. also think that the sooner you learn even as children that you know the hardships I mean if you see them in the right way they are like they yeah. they help you to you learn one right. more uh, you get one more or what do you say right. uh, weapon to conquer another mm. Uh, so it, it, it helps you to grow in that sense mm-hmm. as a person. So yeah. So on that, I want to give an example of uh, a very uh, a, a hardship that we have gone through as a couple, which is in the last three years we've lost uh, three in the family, including a, a, a child who, uh, I mean, uh, we lost a child at birth, and uh, she lost her mother, and I lost my dad. But uh, at the end of all that, what I can see is it has been written so um, strongly in my personality that life is short. And you cannot take anything for granted. And life is really short. And every moment is precious. And especially in relationships, you think that you have time. But the fact is life is short and you don't know when God takes people away from your life. So, so uh, build on relationships, never, never keep a grudge uh, against anyone. And yeah, uh, that is, that is really, really 
before. It's just not worth it to be bitter about life or bitter about something that someone did to you. It's just not worth it because life is short. Something yeah. that so I was just purpose for hardships. Right. Yeah, just go back to it. It just came to me when Ray was talking about something that you would wish to learn sooner. The mm-hmm. question you asked, and that is one thing that I suddenly came to me was thankfulness. Mm-hmm. To be thankful for those you're with. And this is even the situations you are in. You can be always grumpy right. about it, and so that is a good weapon too in life. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, thank you for being so open and so free with your thoughts, and uh, it's, it's helped me a lot as well. Just listening to you all and getting a new perspective on things. So thank yeah. you for that. We will end the rapid fire question with a slightly. More uh, lighter note. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, what movie, book, or TV show changed your life, and why? Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it's thinking. Yes, I I know this particular movie. Uh, this again. Yeah, but it's um, what's that a movie? We it's a Malayalam movie. We really enjoy Malayalam movies because especially the late, the newer ones that are coming. There is. If you want to have a good laugh, uh, maybe because it's our mother tongue, but I think the direction and mm. the whole plot, the dialogues—they come up with really funny, interesting dialogues. You know, I, I really commend the the, uh, the script writers. Mm-hmm. So there is this—I I forget the name of the movie—but uh, uh, this is a movie about uh, how uh, uh, how a person loses a sister. But the sister has, has come back to his life, and he she is trying to show many things to him about uh, about uh, about the relationship that he should have built. So he uh, the sister died because she had a childhood illness, and he had to go to Dubai, you know, uh, leaving his studies and uh, you know uh, to get money for the family and so on. And so he couldn't build that relationship with the sister, but the sister is coming back after she died. So that gave a really interesting uh, perspective, you know, to to life. Yeah, I know I tend to uh, take topics in a slightly grey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can edit on any lighter note. Two things come to mind. One is because the Narnia series is now yeah, being right. read at home, and it's. fantastic because it uh, although it uh, is fairy tale in that sense because it's a uh, you know it's uh, artificial mm-hmm. land but there's so many uh, characters that we enjoy the Eustins and uh, the funny ways that he is and uh, you know just the siblings mm-hmm. the way they are so uh, what's the question again <laughs> <Did> that um, <laughs> what movie book or tv show change your life change oh, i don't know oh, change okay. my life oh, maybe, <laughs> because the change in life that i got <laughs> right <laughs> right right or maybe you could just say yeah. say what you're saying it changed my life but yeah. that's something we enjoy but uh, talking of a movie again i'm coming back to a movie but i think it's a book too it's called um, it's a movie on a Holocaust, and uh, it's—I uh, don't know if it's a beautiful life, a beautiful life, not a beautiful mm. mind. Is the other one? Yeah, yeah. beautiful life. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful life. life. Yeah. About a father yeah. who smuggled in mm. his son. I don't know if you've seen I've this seen movie. It, yes. Yeah, and it's—I—I uh, I love that movie because mm. of that energy the father has that keeps his child alive, although he dies in the end. Mm. And then yeah. you know, the son doesn't even know he's in a concentration camp because of the right. joy that he sees in his dad. Right. That's the movie that I could see again and again. Right. 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 <laughs> All right. 
um so yeah once again thank you for that <laughs> and um want to bring us back to elford and what we're doing over here so uh, you've already spoken about your personal experience in running this uh, so how has it gone from elford library to elford library and maker space to now activity center so how has the transition been so it is a elford experience center now okay yeah so uh, um, in terms of transition we uh, tried to the whole reason of moving it from a we was we were always seen as a library primarily although we were never only a library so i think this experience center we were, uh, it was also an effort to reach out to people saying we are not just a library mm-hmm. just uh, we thought this changing rebranding would uh, you know widen the horizon so to speak and uh, you know to say that we have more you can come as a family and you don't just have to leave your kids there and go so that's been uh, the effort we have tried to take for the last one year is that yeah okay yeah. okay okay and uh, oh, what are the different things that happen here at elford you already spoke a little bit but if parents are looking for kids who maybe just come take a membership spend time with some books or probably have them be involved with some activities yeah. what can parents and children look forward to Yeah, so now our uh, memberships are no longer restricted to just library or just the space. Earlier we did that kind of split membership, but now you take the membership for the whole space. Mm-hmm. So you can either take borrow books and go from here, or you can be part of any of our other services like uh, theater, vocals, keyboard. We're soon going to be starting robotics again, which we had and stopped due to Corona, and now we'll start that again. And some of these courses we also give certificates for when we complete them. and then of course there are there's a new cafe that has just opened and so we encourage even youngsters or even families to come and play a board game or you know have something to eat we can serve only we keep food otherwise it's just uh, you know something to drink and uh, so yeah apart from that am i missing out something that we do uh, yeah we do hold these what we call as value added services for our members like storytelling today we had a craft session uh, so we're going to add on more such things we're going to also have a sing along club which will probably complement our vocal club and also try to the whole uh, i like to see the space bustling so i'm just trying to see how we can get more people to come in yeah. use the space which i think is a very nice space and very right. space that you can be for a long time right right so, one thing that hasn't come out so well this uh, we did cover uh, so well is that music is uh, uh, so much at a uh, part of our daily life mm-hmm. even at home so uh, we keep uh, you know two days of the week to just come together uh, play instruments together so my daughter plays the piano my son plays the guitar and trumpet uh, i play the violin the other younger ones are also learning other instruments so uh, we just come together and sing mm-hmm. and the songs bring out uh, so much joy it's uh, it's so important for families to do something together right mm-hmm. uh, and in a big family especially with a wide age group you have to because the older one has more studies the younger one is uh, maybe cranky and sleepy right so very interest and so on but you have to do some things together as a family you need to have at least one meal together mm-hmm. as a family very important so that you have time to talk about different things and the activity that we do i mean two activities that we do as a family whole family together i mean one is the singing so there's a piano at home and so much joy and uh it brings the energy that it brings 
is uh, something that you have to experience. And that is something we would like to bring to the library also, which is the sing-along, mm -hmm. uh, the choir that we want to build. That is going to be a, a free service for our members, something that they're really passionate about. Right. And those who want to explore that space, uh, that part of the library, mm -hmm. we, uh, we look forward to that. Before COVID, we also had a club, uh, um, a music um, jam, uh, jam club, where, um, you know, children learning different instruments. Uh, sorry, not a club, a band, but I meant it's a band. Mm -hmm. So we went and performed in malls and uh, once a week used to come together and play instruments. So slowly we want to revive mm -hmm. uh, all those things. So music uh, is a very important part. Uh, I would say music and theater were the two in very important mm -hmm. aspects of these uh, kind of services that we Apart from books and mm -hmm. uh, the maker spaces, and right? So on. Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, if there is something that you would like to plug, something coming up, anything you have that you would like the viewers to see or hear, what would it be? Yeah. So we would uh, uh, highly recommend to our viewers, and hopefully it will come up on the podcast, is uh, the upcoming theatre that we plan to start. And also, uh, what Ray just spoke about, the two, uh, less, uh, one is the vocals and the keyboard, which we hope can really right. flourish here. Right. So, do check us in for that. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And for those who are listening and watching this as well, uh, there will be the theatre year-long yeah. course alongside with music and different things. And if you are looking for more details on that, I will link it down in the description you can go have a look at it find out more details on that as well and also uh, do check out their instagram and different things as well because not only you will be you you will not only be updated on different things that's happening but there's some really nice music on there as well since we're talking yeah. about that yeah. so I've seen, is it ruben playing the guitar this is yeah. ruben playing the guitar yeah shortly be adding uh, yeah. Mm. and yeah. also uh, since we are a library we put uh, out some interesting quotes yes. from books yeah. yes. uh, and you also get a glimpse and I'm sure people are curious into our homeschooling life as well. So some snippets from our homeschooling mm. life that also comes onto our Instagram. Right. So yeah. Right. yeah, do follow us. Yeah, do, do check it I out. I forgot yeah. to mention that off, just very recently this year we started taking on themed birthday, birthday parties. Okay. Yeah. So that's another service we've just added to our list of right. services. Okay. Yeah, so that is to... Uh, bring uh, storytelling, then uh, games Music. that are uh, that are based on the mm. story that we are saying, and then we undertake the the catering part of it. Mm. Uh, so yeah, and people like the space. Yes. So we've noticed that although we have a hall which can seat nearly fifty people, and yeah, by the way, that hall is also available for rent mm. for any events that you want. So. Uh, uh, People, they say in particular that we want the story we want to use the hall for the you know like for food and things like that. But the story needs to be in the library because yeah. they absolutely love the right. ambience and the right. place. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so once again, uh, the website, the link to the website and social media handles will be down in the description. So check it out, show some love, and come come visit the space. You can look around. You're, you're not seeing everything, by the way. There's a whole lot more. So come have a look at the space. And I'm sure you will love to have them and 
you will love to be here as well. So there's that. And finally, um, two children, whether young or old, homeschool, going to school, whatever. Either based on your philosophy and ideas on things or the conversation that we just had, uh, what is a message that you would give children today? Yeah, I have two things in mind. First thing is, um, childhood is the time to explore things. So, uh, try different things and don't be discouraged if you fail because it's the time to try out. And if you see that you are good at something, then keep at it. Go deeper into it. Spend weeks, months, maybe years. Uh, like I said, my daughter, she spent more than 10 years uh, learning the piano. And now she's really good at it. So, uh, but she found her interest. So explore and find your interest and never be discouraged if you, if you fail at something because Every human being is good at something, but we need to find that out and uh, and use help, reach out to people uh, who, who are supportive and surround yourself with those kind of people, not with people who uh, will discourage you, but people who will encourage you. And the second thing is that uh, you need to remove or minimize distractions in your life because all of us need more focus. There are... Uh, there are uh, 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 experts saying that the attention span of the youngsters these days is less than that of a goldfish uh, because of the amount of distractions we have. So uh, I'm not, I, I purposely said, uh, didn't use the word remove because it is, we need some of these things. You can't say do not use WhatsApp or social media or, or whatever, you know, but you need to know how to use it and then to use it. If you use it well, it's it's good for you. You you can network with people much better. Communication is much better. But if it becomes a distraction in your life that you're not able to focus, you need to take some radical steps in, in your own life. And that will help you. And maybe you can come back to it uh, a little later. So mm. focus is very important and uh, um, uh, minimize those distractions. That will, I think these two things will Mm -hmm. do a lot of good. All right, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so maybe just from that itself, I would tell, I mean, I often tell my own children that you should never say that you're bored or you don't know what to do. Uh, And uh, the sooner you learn how to manage your time, the better it is when you're older because uh, uh, although you may be very young, but uh, what we do for our own children is that we kind of uh, divide even their quiet time or free time in such a way that it doesn't uh, feel like, you know, you just sat in front of the TV throughout, which is a very easy and uh, always available option. But uh, try to, like Ray said, uh, discipline yourself uh, even there and seek out for the right help to get that discipline. Sometimes you don't know how to go about it and there will be help around you. And so that's one thing to work on. All right. And finally, uh, what is the one thing you would tell parents? Yeah, I think I'll repeat what I said <laughs> earlier, which is uh, children really need more encouragement than correction. They need correction and uh, they need a fewer rules that you stick to uh, than many rules which you yourself can't uh, keep track of and you know 
you keep changing according to circumstances. So children do need some rules in life uh, and they need boundaries. They will not feel secure if they don't have some boundaries in life. But you can keep, uh, instead of keeping that boundary very restrictive, you, you can expand that and keep, have a broad boundary but stick to it and, uh, and keep that boundary. And like I said, for every single time that you correct a child, you can ask yourself, did I encourage the child nine times? Mm. <laughs> I go by that nine is to one uh, proportion. And that will help uh, in the child's self-esteem um, and confidence. Uh, but at the same time, keep the child in track. Uh, mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I think as a parent, uh, my biggest role, and I think for any parent, the biggest role uh, this is a verse in Proverbs in the Bible. It says that to train your child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. And that training, I think, is for life. So uh, as parents, and as, especially as a mother, I think because you spend so many hours with your kid, you have to s uh, get the training straight mm. right from the beginning. So I, I would say to the parents that invest a lot of time in your children yeah. so that you set, you have a good rapport with them. Yeah. Yeah. And the training is easier then. Yeah. All right. yeah. That training, I think that's a really important thing that uh, training is always difficult for the parent. Mm -hmm. Taking a simple example, you know, it's easier to uh, wash the dishes yourself than train a child yeah. uh, but, uh, to, to wash. But if you invest that time, uh, uh, it will eventually help mm -hmm. the child and the whole family. Yeah. So yeah. that's a simple example, but it right. applies to uh, right. many different things. It's like the saying, right? Uh, Teach a man fishing, don't give him fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so on that note, uh, and I think it's a wonderful note to end our conversation yeah. as well. So thank you so much once again for your time and agreeing to be on this platform to talk about so many things and like i said earlier i myself was very um, inspired with what i'm doing and thankful to have had this conversation to you with you and i've learned so much and i felt i've grown in this little time that we've spent with each other so thank you so much thanks a lot jerry on this podcast and thank you very much Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Troposphere and Tropocast, you can follow us on Instagram. The handle is at the rate of Troposphere. And make sure to watch our podcast videos on YouTube. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.